When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Season 10 on Album for the Day, we get into a combo theme this month. Mm. We uh, bring up original motion picture soundtracks because usually we don't go with compilation albums. We usually go with one album, studio album from an artist. Yeah. But this is kind of like that thing where, you know, the movie brings all of these artists together because it's one vision, but from a director's point of view, telling a story through their album. Exactly. And the thing is, if the songs in a movie can actually move it forward, uh, they can accentuate any kind of emotion, oh. action. They can either make or break a movie. That too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I mean, they can move the plot of the movie forward just by playing a song. Absolutely. Um, and it just wouldn't be the same without That's, the music. That's right on. Album for the day for March 29th is a 28th anniversary for The Crow. Quoth the Raven, nevermore. Um, The soundtrack to The Crow uh, was released March 29th of 1994 on Atlantic Records. Um, Man, what a great movie. There's a lot of uh, story. A lot to unpack with this one. um, That we won't get into. Mm -hmm. But the soundtrack is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Starts with The Cure Mm -hmm. and ends with Jane Seabury. Which, I mean, that's me not telling you everything in between, which is where things get real interesting. Yeah, and this is like one of those like dark, uh, foreboding type of soundtracks that goes with the dark kind of foreboding movie, uh, but very like machine driven, very like pre- industrial, industrial pre matrix kind of thing, where uh, you know the it's where the goth kind of thing. I think the Matrix got a lot out of this movie uh, to become what it was. Um, but like, um, the, the song that I felt was the most outlier that I was like, one of these guys is not like the other was the stone temple pilot song, big empty. I mean, I love this song Mm -hmm. and it fits so perfectly with where the movie is. But when you listen to the soundtrack as an individual... And it's right after Golgotha Tenement Blues by Machines of Loving Grace. It, it it sticks out almost like a sore thumb of like, wait a minute, what are you doing in there? What are you doing in that mix of machine metal and that kind of thing? It's just kind of like this kind of acoustic, you know, hard-driven rock song. It's just, it's very, it's just very different than the rest of the soundtrack. And then there's some known artists on here doing covers of well-known stuff. Uh, 
Nine Inch Nails covers Joy Division's Dead Souls. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rage Against the Machine re-recorded a song of theirs and changed the title. Well, but you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Whatever fits. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the uh, Pantera cover. I was just about to tell Yes, go for it, dude. The Badge. Yeah. Uh, Poison Idea. Mm-hmm. was a punk band in Portland, Oregon uh, in 1980. So this had aged a number of years. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Pantera, this was right in their uh, big wheelhouse of yep. vulgar display of power. And they vulgarly displayed the power of awesomely covering that song. It was, it's, it's, it's really fantastic. It might be my favorite song on here. Um, uh, Helmet's Milk Toast is also very, it's pretty wild. I like that one too. It's a special, special inclusion here. It's yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. And the Violent Femmes have a track that doesn't sound anything like the Violent Femmes at all. It's very like, it's like the. To be per- fair though, it's the most crow Violent Femmes song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank God they got that one. Yeah, it's but well, it's one of those things where I think the producers just didn't know what the, they didn't know who the Violent Femmes were. They didn't know like oh these are some like goofy dudes from the Midwest and you know like they play some funny little you know old Mother Reagan kind of songs and like and then they're like oh a dark foreboding album we got to have the Violent Femmes on there ooh and then it's like. It's just a, it's an, it's a, it's, it's a kind of cool song, but it's just not what I'm used to hearing from the Violent Femmes. But, you know, I think that we've pretty much, um, justified the credibility of everything that's included on here. Uh, when you can list these people as, uh, as included on a single album, so you've got Henry Rollins, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Ritchie from Violent Films, Zach De La Rocha, Gordon Gano, uh, Tom Morello, Brendan O'Brien, Vinnie Paul, Trent Reznor, Robert Smith, Butch Vig. I mean, really? All together now? Mm-hmm. All together now. Yeah. Dimebag Daryl. <laughs> Can't leave him out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's 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 a, it's an amazing collection of um of artists and especially in 1994, these were like with 9-inch nails, with Rage Against the Machine, the Pantera, these were almost up-and-coming artists, you know? They they had been established. But they weren't what they became, you know, in the late 90s, where they were powerhouse Really bands. took over. And uh, it's just a really cool uh, compilation to get them all on the, same, on the same record together. And the movie is fantastic. I'm sure they'll do a remake of this sometime soon, because it seems to be all that they're doing is reproducing movies. And, I mean, Brandon Lee was amazing in this movie. Um, you know, and it's one of those things where 
Dude, if they're going to redo Aladdin, they're yeah, they, redo yeah, the they, they got to redo the Crow, you know, and uh, not that they really should. Iggy Pop being one of the bad guys in this movie as well was really cool to me to see Iggy Pop. Like it was one of those. I'm watching the movie and I was like, "Is that Iggy Pop?" Like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, he is the passenger? He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Morphine is bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Not the band. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, good one. I like that. Well, anyways. Well, uh, today, uh, March 29th, go out and check this one out. Uh, The Crow soundtrack is the album for the day. Uh, Give us a follow, subscribe, wherever you listen to us. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Twitter at album, the number four, the day. And if you have any requests, shoot us an email at uh, albumfortheday at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. Take time with a wounded hand. Guess it likes to heal. I like to steal. I'm half the man I used to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo-hoo!